So, there was this philosophical question that I had applied to my own life so much so that I actually forgot what the original piece was. But basically it goes like this. At which point is the car not the car that you bought? You see, I'm in the car right now. If I change the headlights, is it still the same car? Alright, you may say yeah. So, what about if I change the tires also? What if I change the engine? You know, what if I change the trunk? You know, what if I start to change the backlights? What if I start to change... What if I cut the top off this thing? At which point is this not the car that I need to make payments on? I mean, it's paid off, but let's say I had to make payments. At which, at which point? Because at some point, this is not the car. This is not the car that I bought. So I'm not saying this as some type of loophole. By the way, there's some, there is some type of loophole here, by the way. If you're making payments on a car and you just start... See, it's that VIN number that's saving you. If there was no VIN number, there would probably be a lot of uh, loopholes there. A big loophole right there. But anyway, you know, and this is going to be a tough segue because it's not completely related. But I feel like I needed to start it off this way. But unlike this VIN number, even though you got your social security number and all this and that, you don't have to be who you were yesterday. One of the biggest traps is that we don't even get to choose our names. Alright? And if you start calling yourself different, like I did. I wasn't born Milo. And in fact, that's not even my name. That's not even my government name, even though the government doesn't own me. Alright? My mom named me Andre, or my maybe my, my aunt did. Or, but anyway, that's on my birth certificate. And I, I had no say in it. And for a, for a long time, especially after I started calling myself something different, you know, I, I I would feel guilty. I would feel guilty by answering to one name, and I would feel guilty by answering to another. And it was tiring because now I started to lose who I thought I was, and I felt like people couldn't let go of who I was. But but then I realized that a lot of people who focus on who I was don't spend enough time focusing on who I am. So that's that's one interesting thing when you have people telling you about you and you like, have you been paying attention? Like that I mean that's not me anymore. Alright? But that's all that those people choose to see. They didn't get the updated version of you, and that's their fault. But you don't have to be who you were yesterday just because other people still see you as that. It's very imperative that you understand that because it's a way for people to keep you under their thumbs. Okay? It keeps you in their comfort zone. Alright? So, I often like to speak on you know, hopping out of your comfort zone and, and all those things, but... It can take you out of your comfort zone in an unfavorable way if you feel like you have to be who you think they think you are. And what's his name? Jay Shetty? Jay, Jay Shefty? Uh, I'm sorry if I'm butchering his name, but he was just saying that, 
basically what I just said is that I think um, I think I'm who you think I think I am. Some something like that. So it's it's our perception, our our outward perception of what other people may be perceiving. Uh, who we are. Other other people's perception of us, and we buy into that. You know. So, for for instance, I you know like I got a family member who who's kind of slowly coming out is gay. You know those things happen and you never know how other people are going to respond so then you see people like faking holding on to the old version of themselves or holding on to the version that's think that that they believe is going to keep them safe among other people the tough part about that is here we have somebody who's trying to fit in with what they may think is going to keep them safe is going to keep the judgment off of them and try to keep everything, I don't know, similar to how it's always been. But, away from that, in a crowd you're more comfortable with, you know, that person or my cousin, he's going to be himself. And no matter how flamboyant or flashy or whatever, whatever it may be. Whatever comes with the lifestyle of being just, just being gay, I don't know. It might mean nothing, but... In this particular case, it means something. And you really have a struggle between both identities. And I, I struggle with that too. Not not because I'm gay, not because I had a sex change. But it really feels like a test of wh- what my identity is just by going by a different name. And the, the amount of stress that I had from trying to keep up with what I was and what I think other people see me as it's really tough it's really tough especially when you want to be all of these things you want to be all these positive things you want to be all these great things but people don't see it in you and that's coming from somebody who understands that nothing will ever matter as far as perception goes more than how you, how you see uh, yourself um and in under and in, in understanding that you have a, you keep a bigger leash on people you don't you're not as reactive when it comes to other people and how they're going to see you because they're going to see you however they see you um and it's just I mean it's just it's just no way around it except for you know you spend more time around people who understand who get it um you spend more time alone and just trying to be more present you just all just all of those things but to, but to wrap this all up because I could have summed this up very very quickly but I feel like I had to you know get get you the ins and outs is that the reason why you don't feel like you got a fresh slate is because you don't choose to give yourself a fresh slate all right if you saw yourself as an idiot for the X amount of time you've been alive, then you can change that right now. You don't have to go on and tell yourself that you're smart, but you just practice the practices of, you know, people who are, I don't know, geniuses. Alright, so if that means you read more, then you read more. If it means you spend more time 
and um, you know doing a particular thing, practicing, then you then you do that. But you get to change the narrative, and you can have a fresh slate right now. You know, a baptism of sorts, uh, an awakening of sorts, choosing to do new things, choosing to put some things down. Choosing to leave those parts of your identity behind. Alright? So, I mean, because we build our reputations around some of the most traumatic things. So, we build our reputations around our drug use and negative people we hang around and negative things we feed ourselves. Not, not, not just the food, but the television and all that. We build our identities around it. So, to get away from it, it actually feels like you're missing out. But, there's a benefit to doing... Uh, uh, a thing such as that alright so you I mean you can add to your quality of life by taking away things that they just don't have much quality that doesn't offer you much alright so and that's how we grow we don't grow by wishful thinking it's I mean it's, it's good to have a wish and a dream and a prayer but you gotta Turn some switches off, turn some on, and start anew. Alright, so I never know who I'm going to be when I wake up in the morning. But I don't, I'm losing my grip on feeling like I have to be who I once was. Alright, there's always going to be parts of who I once was in me. But if I don't want that to be the leading character, then it's a, it's up to me. Alright, because I run this shit, I run this show. Alright. So you run your own show. Nobody else. Alright. So you might get some little mini battles with other people around you. But it's your life. Alright. So like and subscribe. And hey I appreciate you as always.